I'm Nels Anderson. And I'm Jesse Turner. And welcome to Terminal 7 Directive Edition. <laughs> How's it going, Nels? I'm good, Jesse. How are you on here? Cool episode 63. Nels, what are we here? We are here to talk about the brand new campaign expansion for Netrunner Terminal Directive. We were we, the, the the people at FFG were so kind, so kind, and sent us a copy. Yeah. To to to, to do, check out to check out. So it should be available now. Yep. So folks, can go grab it. Um, just at the top. I mean, if you're into this game, there's absolutely no reason not to pick this you, up. You already have it. You're like, what are the... Like, I know. Yeah, correct. <laughs> no, it is like... It is... As, as, a, as a... For people who play the game, it is awesome. I mean, like, the way that... Like, there's a lot of different ways to think about it, right? But basically, it's like... You know, it's... Ultimately, long term, it's like... It's another deluxe expansion. You know? Yep. It's no different than... So these cards are cycling out if you want to yeah. get technical. It's like, no different than Order and Chaos or... You know, Honor and Profit or whatever. Except it has two factions cards on each side instead of one mm -hmm. and then there's this crazy optional game mode that you can also enjoy at the beginning which i which we highly recommend oh yeah it was a blast it was it was, it was a lot of fun. um but yeah it's just generally like we will have a separate episode for this where we just talk about all the cards in detail yeah we're gonna go through like, all the cards like, like we we've did. done with the deluxes in the past but this one is far more just kind of our impressions stuff we thought brain dump. um yeah, the, the first half we're gonna stay pretty vague we're not gonna talk about in any details about anything aside from the ids because those are all freely friggin available on the internet at this yep. point um but in the back half we'll talk a bit more about things that actually went down in the game specific yep. crazy changes that for all the legacy stuff blah 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 so if you're a spoiler averse and you should be like actually go in blind just yes. play the game yes and go then come blind. back and listen to the second half of this cast but we'll give a big warning whenever we're gonna swap from zone one to zone two definitely gotta say for new people thinking about buying it the, the it's taking us a bit to restrain ourselves from mentioning some of yeah. the cool surprises that ffg gave us in yeah. this expansion. so the so for people who haven't played another game of this ilk including you Mr. yes Turner, um this is what is now being called a legacy style game uh the first one of these these are kind of popularized by a very cool board game designer dude named rob davio he's 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 the guy he's the guy he's the guy he's like very rarely you know can you actually point to a specific person that created a new type of mechanics for board games sure right? it's kind of like you know oh worker placement. it's like oh there was kind of a first one Your but then they were like yeah. there were some other games that kind of were exploring similar ideas. it was like literally it's like oh no this one game from this one dude exactly this guy came up with this way to play these games yeah and i gotta say the explaining this to uh, to just someone that doesn't really into board games and stuff is confusing oh yeah because Nels, what kind of is the uh, what what what, yeah. what what entails a legacy game? Yeah, so the very first one of these was called Risk Legacy, and right. the the defining feature is that the games are permanent, as in you will make changes where it's like, like take this card, physical, change. rip this card into bits, throw it in the trash, yes. or write on the board, or place a sticker over this thing. Now it means something different. Yeah, like or like, now it is gone. Like taboos. Like oh, yeah. I, lost, I, I I lost the thimble from Monopoly. Yeah. My mom's gonna kill me. Like this. I is will never forget when we played through our game of Risk Legacy that first time, and I was just like, "This is a this is like a card from the. This is just a card." <laughs> and you're like, just like, <laughs> <laughs> "Oh no!" And then like for a while, you just hold on to the scraps, even though they're like. 
they're trash. <laughs> like they're you put them in the recycling bin. But for for a while, like we just kept all those scraps and just like a special part of the board. We're like, we can't get rid of them. They came with the game. It's like Elizabethan death or whatever. Yeah, like it's like just keep the hair around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so uh, so a super a super strange way of playing the game. But yep. it's so cool. And so people say like, but then you can only play it so many times. And I guarantee. That after your how many fifth game of Risk, you were... Oh my god, yeah, yeah. So, the, <laughs> like, part of the reason why Risk Legacy works so well is because at this point in my life, uh, I believe that all of us, when we are born, uh, we don't, re- we don't, you don't have a soul, but you do have an allotment of games of Risk that you are <laughs> physically able to tolerate. And you will reach that number, and then you can have no more. Uh, and by the time I got to the end of Risk Legacy, I was like, I enjoyed that immensely. I also will never play Risk again in my goddamn life. <laughs> that is great. Um, obviously, Netrunner is not that. Sure, right? sure, sure. Um, also, but, it's, all, and, but, but also, a, a big problem I find people with Legacy is like, you need to organize those people. You need to say, like, listen, we're playing 20 games of Legacy Pandemic. Yeah. So we're going to need to get need to get all you guys. Yep. So this is probably going to take, I don't know, 30 years to complete. Right. To get everybody there at the right time. Yeah. Terminal Directive, on the other hand. Just, you just, just need one pal. Just find a pal. Yeah, it's just one pal. Yeah, find and a pal and a couple of nights at yeah. the old Timber. That's right, at the pub. At the pub. Yeah. Um, I think in general we probably played. I think uh, I think it was like a dozen games. Yeah, it was probably around a dozen. Yeah. Um, I think that'd probably be about right. Like I imagine between ten and fifteen games is probably how long it'll take people to get to. Yeah, the, the game has a lot of uh, push and pull. Yeah, tug of war stuff that kind of <laughs> to kind of swing things in in the direction, which yeah. is which is super cool. Um. So yeah, so adapting the terminal, the terminal, adapting the legacy format to terminal directive basically entails, you know, so the box comes with a whole heap of new cards, which as we said, are like our our criminal shaper, HB and Wayland cards. They're all tournament legal. They're all just like normal in an expansion cards, right? Um, But then there's this additional extra terminal directive game mode where you have this they call it a data pad um, but you basically have this like little mini player board mm. and then you begin putting stickers on this little board and they change things in your game state like so, like quite drastically yeah so they start out relatively tame but then they get crazier and crazier and then at certain points you know you end up unlocking new packs of cards where it's like oh once you've completed this in-game objective then you open up some new cards there may be some new cards you put into your deck there may be some stickers you put onto the board you may be covering up some stickers that were already there so mm-hmm. it's basically like there were i remember on um run last click they talked about chris needy went to this jank tournament where it was like at the start of every round there were these crazy starting conditions okay um so this kind of does that yeah where it's just like every round Things are going to be kind of a little bit different. Right. Um, sometimes the runner is definitely on the back foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that after the spoiler break. Um, sometimes the corporation is definitely on the back foot. In general, it's just like every game gets mixed up just a little bit. Yeah. And and, and that's cool. Yeah, definitely. And, and all this is like to the tune of like this uh, cyberpunk Blade Runnery kind of story. Yeah, um, and you're 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 taking your corp. Either you pick um, your Wayland or your HB. Yep. And the runner, uh, you're taking both those through the same problem. So you got this like cool little narrative. Yeah. To kind of tie it all together and make yeah, it yeah. make sense. And you can um, in in the rules they say that they very heavily encourage you to play with just a corset, which is what we did. Which is absolutely what we did. We, did, we didn't worry about like the oh there were o- there was only one ice carver and one desperado in the corset. It was like okay you can corset have, cards. You can have three corset cards. Um. 
but otherwise we didn't use any other cards from any other data packs and I strongly recommend that like don't even be like well we have to have checks and how no 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 no, no. literally nope. just core set in what's in terminal directive that's it yeah like definitely. I think if you were playing the the legacy part of this with the entire carpool you would really be squandering a pretty fun opportunity definitely yeah, like, yeah. it would be a real it would be really boring and just kind of a huge bummer. Yeah, I think so. I I I, I, I gotta agree with you. Yeah. The, I mean, it, like, it, if you really, really, really want, maybe allow each player to pick one data pack, maybe. But something. I really, very, very strongly feel the way to do it is just corset cards, terminal directive. That's it. Everything here works really well with the cards we found, and also, yeah. guys, re revisiting corset was a cool. Fun yeah. So this time. Was, this <laughs> was definitely the most fun thing for me, where it's like, oh man. I kind of remember what it was like to play this game three years ago. Yeah, definitely. It was really hard. <laughs> it was really hard. <coughs> um, sure. So, yeah. so, so, so we actually like ran, like we're not, we're not going to spoiler town, but we actually randomized who, who would corp and what IPs. Yes, we literally flipped the cart. We flipped a, we flipped a, we actually flipped a virus token. We did, we did. <laughs> twice. Um, so Jesse got the corpse, and I got the runners. And yep. we flipped again. Now I ended up with on the on the runner side. Mr. With criminal with cool Mr. Stephen Cambridge. Stephen Cambridge, uh, the the pro grifter or what's master his? grifter, master grifter, master grifter, master grifter. grifter, grifter I, master. Think, I, I think my dad has one of those in the tool shed. <laughs> <laughs> and I ended up with Scorpio. Yeah, the 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 whale Scorpio's defense systems. Yeah, it's a, something like that. Know, it's um, it's like, they make scorpions. They make scorpions. They make scorpions. It's the scorpion factory. Uh, yeah. People, people in new, into the game. We'll just notice uh, right away. It was cool because revisiting Wayland, like Wayland's kind of the, the first ID I really liked. Anyways, yeah, so I was super stoked, and I'm fighting. Cla it was classic Crim, classic Wayland. Yeah, it was. If it felt right for sure, it was very cool. Um, yeah, it was. It was like, man, it was weird because like you look when you go onto Meteor or Netrunner DB or whatever, and you do the data pack filtering, and <laughs> when you go corset only, Anarch, all cards. It's like ten cards. <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> They're it. Like, oh, right. That's ev that's everything. Yep. Oh, okay. Right. Um, how do I make a deck out of this again? <laughs> right. We, we 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 have no recursion. A big a big factor is we got no blastcretes. Yes. So so we can we sh we will talk about the uh, the two abilities that we oh, had. Yeah. yeah. So with Scorpios. Okay, Scorpio. Okay, Scorp oh Scorp man, Scorpio's first ability is that it's a forty fifteen. Yeah, a forty fifteen people. Yep. This 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 deck is going to be played by a lot of people. Yes. And what's the actual ability oh. on top of by being? Oh, the actual awesome ability player. is, quote, whenever a runner card is trashed from any location, you may force the runner to remove it from the game instead of adding it to the heap. Use this ability only once per turn. Holy crap. So. Holy crap. Let's break that down. First, let's start with the easiest part. Once per turn means that's both on the runner and the corporation's turn. Yep. Um, that's. Th this is something as easy like. Potent. This is something as easy as like, um, I, I trash my hopper to get some cards. Yeah. So the other thing to remember is that like it's trash from any location. So that literally means. If the card has a trash ability and the runner uses that ability, you say, cool, you can never use that again. It is gone forever. Yep. If it goes into the heap, because if you played an account siphon and then it's about to go into the heap because you just played it, Scorpios goes, nah. Is that uh, right? Yeah. That is trashed. Oh, yeah, buddy. From any location. Gone forever. 
Um, if, the, if the runner ends their hand with more cards in their grip than their hand size, they have to trash cards, and the corporation be like, ah, 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 those go away forever. Yikes. Just one, just one. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, the corporation, this, the this, corporation pings you with a point of damage. See, so, so, wait, forever. So now we know that Waylon was, like, putting some research into, like, we gotta stop this recursion. Yeah. We gotta stop. Oh man, I mean, like, you know, if you're playing with just the core set, there isn't that much recursion anyway. No, no, but yeah, I'm still. I am, I am casting this far for sure. But like, oh yeah, but it's, like it's, it, it once, still, once, because these IDs are also totally legal for full tournament play. Man, Scorpio is going to be a lot of cards are just going to be gone for all time. And also, a return back to the forty card deck. It was super light, super yeah. lean. It was a lot of fun building that. Like, what do you do for the wrist? You want the three three fives? Do you, is that what you want? Do you, do you want like the three five three? Right. Like you know, it was like it was super cool decision making that we had. Yeah. And so so now like, you you got back into core criminal. Yes. And so I got. So what were some of the things you ran into with building Mister uh, Steve? So what Steve does, he is unlike Scorpio. He's he's no lean mean. He's just forty five fifteen no length. But <laughs> <laughs> this this is great. in the spirit of removing cards from the game. Um, his idea ability is the first time each turn you make a successful run on HQ. Oh, just like Gabe. You may choose two cards in your heap. If able, the corporation removes one from the game. The other is added to your grip. Cool. Uh, so so now give me an example. That's of where... all the recursion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so give me an example of like where, where that was an interesting position. So yeah. Would... So often it'd be like, I make a run on HQ and I will show you two shirt. Like, I mean, obviously the simplest thing is like, I show you two shirt gambles. You get one I back. I keep one back. The other one's gone forever. And But you don't have any, you almost certainly aren't like, especially in the terminal directive, of course, that only version, unless you're spl- spending influence on deja vu, which sure you can. Sure. Um, you don't have any recursion anyway. Yeah. It's so, all built in. Those cards are just going to be gone. You don't care, whatever, no matter what. Yeah, but you're just um, getting to use them again. Yep. So, like, getting bonus sure gambles for doing nothing more than making a successful run on HQ. Wow, that's good. Yeah. Also, it was funny because uh, when that ended up happening, the game was taken to a different state, like the 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 Steve state, where I was like, wait, do I want to see this account siphon again? That. And, and, and it made me remember when you hit me with it and how yeah. strong that swing was. And it put the game in a different, a Steve state. And yeah. then I was like, this is so crazy. Like, do, do I want to give him an inside job or an account siphon? Yeah, that would be the thing where it's like, I have two cards, both of which I'd be totally happy to see either again. So it's like, so which, which do you want me to have? Yeah. Inside job? It was actually cool. Siphon? And ah? yeah, because we were actually under the impression, like, I think Scorpio is going to dump all over Steve because, like, the way that it worked. But it, it didn't. It, yeah. it was super cool. But I will say that never ever playing this game have i ended up with a pile of removed from the game cards so <laughs> thick before uh, like, uh, like outweighing your stack yeah it got there <laughs> definitely quite quickly yes the yeah like um whalen's got some teeth in this one for getting yeah. rid of stuff definitely we'll get well we're gonna cover some of that stuff as we get into spoilers but yeah as far as the interaction of like it was great to see old criminal tricks like oh, a bank job came out and Please don't have an inside job. Please don't have an inside job. Please don't have an inside job. Inside, inside job. <laughs> it was it was it was cool that to 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 definitely romp back to three years ago. Yeah. Back when this is this is this is kind of how the game was played with like fresh new IDs and every card. Like me and Els were really excited whenever we saw new cards in. Yeah. Like I can't wait to hit you with this, or I can't wait for you to see what this is. Yeah. Because that was the thing is like we split up the terminal directive box, and I was just like, here's all the corp cards. I'm not looking at any of them. Yep. And I kept all the runner cards. So it literally was like when you were originally playing that corset at the kitchen table, and you're like, oh god, all these cards are so complicated. Uh, how about you have the blue ones, and yeah. I'll take the red ones. Yeah. It totally so felt like whenever that. the corporation flipped over a card, I'm like. 
What the hell does that ice do? Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, that seems really bad. Oh no. Um, so that was, that was definitely like, and you almost never are going to get that experience, right? It's like, you, you know, you could really, really go out of your way to not look at any spoilers and just kind of like show up at your normal, like Netrunner get together and like, Oh, I guess that's from the newest data, but like, you know, probably how many, like for any brand new data pack, how many cards are actually going to be in there and any random person that like maybe one. Sure. Right. With this, it's like easily half our decks with the new cards. Yeah. And I, uh, again, since it's got HB and, um, Wayland, I did try to I try to snag and I tried to dip into HB cards right. from here as well. Yeah, I, I certainly looked at all the shaper cards. Um, weirdly, <laughs> yeah, the shaper cards are like very shapery. Like they're very good for the ID that's in there, right? The, the new shaper ID, but there isn't that much they really have to offer for the for sure. Or maybe I just wasn't thinking about deck building in the right way. So I didn't I didn't nip into many of the shaper cards. So I still kind of don't remember what a lot of them do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like. Playing Corsair Criminal, man, that's that's a weird time. Mm-hmm. You're you got like you're you're constantly sleezing with inside job or like, you know, just special ordering for the one like holding back a special order until the corporation goes to score, and then you like special order your the right program, install it, siphon, and then you run on the remote, and now they don't have enough money to raise that ice, so you steal the thing, but you end up tagged, but you're probably okay because they might not be playing Scorch, oh, except they were, and then oh, that's bad. Um, yeah, it's a it's a whole. It was a crazy time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we actually did uh, two sessions at a local pub. Yeah, uh, in Vancouver, Timber kept, yeah. kept us up. So thank you, Timber, for <laughs> putting up with us, putting up with us, and giving us some some strange looks. Like, is this a uh, Settlers of Catan? Although, yeah, at one point, like one of the chefs asked one of the servers what we were doing, and then she told us she's like, he wanted us to ask if this was anything like Settlers of Catan, and we're like. Like, kind of. You'll you'll get beat up by the same guys in junior high school, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, it was it was, it was all, all in all. Um, I as my first legacy game, I'm I'm like, oh yeah, when Jesse when I tear, first, he, I'm like, yeah, what he's like, like, well, what do I do? What with do I do with the other one? I'm like, you tear it up, you, and you, you throw it away. And I did have that moment of like, growing up, you would never do this. And, oh, but yeah. then, but then you have this this thing in your brain, like it's just cardboard, dude. Just rip it. Yeah. And how good does it feel? Because the game is set up to be like when a card has screwed you over so many times. Yes. You can end it. Like yes. it's not like okay, put the parasite in the garbage. It's like no, rip the parasite up. Yeah. Feed it to an animal. Right. And, and <laughs> yeah, so definitely a lot of really cool moments. Yeah. In the some game. of those cards that appeared as we were unlocking the little legacy packs. Man, when I finally got to tear them up, I was like, oh. This is goodbye, you asshole. <laughs> yeah, and, and and the magic play mat, the data mat, is uh was was an interesting thing that I've never used before at all. Yeah. And had a lot of neat like if you do a bunch of things, you get to use a special ability once or Yeah. A lot of like really, really fun well, stuff and, in that. Yeah, so that like definitely aside from the ones that were just like a pain to deal with, there were other ones where it's like, you know, kind of these optional conditions that are not strictly good, not strictly bad. Like there was one um, that if I satisfied the conditions, I was able to draw more cards, but I was always a little bit reluctant, not always, but like early on in some games, I was reluctant to trigger it because I was like, well, crap, I'll overdraw and I'll have too many cards. So I'll have to discard some of them, but you're Scorpios. So you'll just remove one of them forever. Yeah. So I kind of don't want to end up with extra cards. Yeah. I, th- I think you ended up using more, um, 
object. What are, what are these? These aren't objectives, are they? What, Those what are, are they the, called? Oh, I forgot. What uh, the case oh, files. Case files. Yeah. Like yes. you, you ended up using more of them, and I, I didn't. I just, I. Didn't. I, fin- I ended up uh, finishing the, finishing the whole campaign with three of those, and I used one of them. Oh man. <laughs> I used, I, <laughs> But yeah, so I guess at the end it came down to one final game. Yep, and it was a win or lose, and I, and I, it came down to one credit, I believe, was the final score, wasn't it? It, it, was, it might have it been. Was it was super close. close. It, it was, was a very close game. Close. It was like whoever would win this, and I needed to actually use a super move. I needed to use a case file move to win the game because of to me the condition oh, I needed to do that because I was I was basically in a position to win but I needed to do one more thing to win yep. which is why the, the, the terminal directive experience was so much fun because yeah. I was at the winning points I could have done it but if you don't win without doing this you don't win and I was like yeah. oh man so I had to use a super move a case file and yeah and another thing is um, so there's there there's if you do too many bad things or t- too many good things the game Gives you throws a big punishment, and you took you ate both your punishments. Oh, sure did. And sure I did. Saw, I saw how shitty those punishments were, and I went out of my way. <laughs> I went out of my way to avoid doing any of mine, yep. which is super cool because I don't even know what what would happen. Yeah, I, I, because we again we didn't we didn't spoil any of the other cards. Yeah, um, so we don't know what what would have happened if I did meet those conditions. Yeah, so and, I ca- I, mean, I kind of played it pretty safe as far as the corporation went. Yeah, and I think, I mean, just so, you know, both of us have access to the cards that are tournament legal anyway, I think we'll definitely end up getting another box. Yeah, and, and go and swap and we'll it we'll flip it, flip it 100%. Yeah. So I'll play HB and you can play Shaper. Great. Uh, and then we'll go through it again. Of course, Shaper. Dude, that is not my jam. This will be fun. This'll it's be- going to be a weird time, buddy. <laughs> this will be super weird. I never play. actually, I think, I think the first corporate deck I did put together was HB? Was an HP. Core HP? And it was probably real bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, actually, me and you were like, the, that was like, I, I, I've been playing for maybe a month or two. And yeah. then we met. Uh, yeah. We met over, basically, Netrunner is the only reason I know you, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, knew, I, I, I knew you in passing. Correct. Previous pre- 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 to that. Yeah. I know it sounds like we're like old, old pals, but it was only through this Netrunner. Is, this is basically Netrunner. <laughs> it's basically Netrunner. Um, yeah, but it was, it was definitely like just playing the old game again. Yeah. And it was pretty neat. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I had a great time. And every, every time we, we we hit a pack, I was just excited to see, like, okay, I'm going to hit the can. You read that. And I come back, and you're like, we got new stuff in the yep, deck. And I'm like, that, oh I, can't wait, I can't wait to see what it is. And yeah. when it actually hit the table, we all just had this big, we had big pauses, like, what is that? Yeah. And, uh. There's uh, like some of the some some of the ice you get access to for doing whatever. When it when it hit Nels, we were both just like, "That's that's out of control. That's yes. not right." Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. There are definitely things that are like, uh, again, of of the unlockable legacy only game things. There are some cards that are like, I see why this is only they, used here. Correct. This is <laughs> only for this, and that's fine. That's cool. I like that. They can kind of take the reins off for a little while and just be like, we're just going to do some crazy shit. Yeah. And you're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Because we know it's going to be very compartmentalized and never actually be used in the wider yeah, breadth of play. You are playing in a vacuum. Yeah. And it's a bit like a insanely super Roomba. It's, it's, it's a really strong fact. There's a lot of really strong cards in the game. The, the super Roomba. The super Roomba. That has killed someone. <laughs> the murdering Roomba. It's like those, it, what, what was it? The, as Adam Savage built that bot that's like was too good for, to enter kill bots or whatever. Oh, right. Yeah, it's like that, 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 that Roomba version. Except like, that was always just like a thing with a ramp. Yeah, a thing with a ramp. That's always what it was. It's, it's, like, it's, turns out, robot's biggest weakness, ramp. ramps. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. They're like turtles. Um, so, um, is that good for a, a rough? I think so. Sketch? Like in general, like we said, if if you like Netrunner, 
you already have it. Yeah, you're, but you're going to love this. Like, and I know some people were like, oh, I can only play one. Like, that's, no, that's one. not the point. That, yeah, it's just like, like, stop being lame. Like, that's kind of the only way to do it, right? Like, this thing is like legacy games are novel specifically because you can only play them yeah. once. Right? And, and also 10, like a dozen games playing a dozen games of, of with like unique weird, nature. crazy variant rules. Like yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Like I, the, I, I think it would just go back onto the shelf and those just go back into the shelf and collect dust or something. Yeah. Cause I, like, I, I, again, cool to, like the weird unlockable legacy cards, they're not in tournament play. No, and you and half even, the time you, you get, even, yeah. And yeah, half the time and, you get rid of them after. <laughs> yeah, correct. You wouldn't want to use them in just like a cra- casual kitchen table game anyway, because they're not, they're either like very specific to the other mechanics of the legacy what? of yep. the little legacy campaign, or they're just really mean. <laughs> yeah. Like, this <laughs> and either way, it's like you don't want, like, yeah, it's the, the point, like, the reason why this is new and different and interesting is because it is impermanent. Yes. That it goes away. That's why it's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, Almost the rest of all the other cards are just going to be like, nor- it's like a normal expansion. Yeah, it's gonna, like, it is, it's like, it's a normal expansion, but it has a weird mini game variant that you also get to play and have a cool time with. Yeah, and I got to say, that's that, exactly what it I, is. I got to say, I, I did again, I only hit the corp side of the cards, but I was really surprised at the the elements that are still kind of adding to the game or like there it was. Yeah. Uh, you know, like there's only so much you can do with all these great mechanics, but there's still some neat surprises that happened that were like, Oh, and it was like new card that is tournament legal and not a crazy card. It was just yeah. like that interactions there now. Oh, yes. wow, gotta rethink. And the gears are always turning. Yeah. We'd always we'd always toss out like this and this, this with this card. What about that card yeah. coming up for in, station one? Like that kind of thing was yeah, happening. Yeah, because you a can. Lot. Um, and they kind of encourage you to mix up your like you can change your deck between games. Between you, games, you, yeah. you're, you have to stick with your ID. Yeah. And because, you know, you just have the core set plus this expansion. There's not there's a lot like, of places you to can't, go. <laughs> yeah, there's that much wiggle room, but there's enough, right? Yeah. And I, I certainly like... I think in general, you don't want to mainline this. Like we did it all in two two nights, which, which is which pretty is fine, quick. which was cool. Yeah, but I think like just because that worked better for our hectic lives. But in general, like if you were able to play like two or three games, and then you know go go back off on your own, like make some tweaks. Yeah, make some changes back. to your deck, then come back. Like I think that would probably be the ideal way to do it. Like changing it, like making micro tweaks to your deck between every single game, probably too intense. But like every two or three games, mixing it up, just being like, oh, I'm gonna pull in this instead of that. Yeah. this is working. This isn't. Like I think that would be pretty cool. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think that'd be that. That'd be my only regret. Re- that'd be my only regret with playing this is that we didn't get too much time to, because. But I. But for have two sit down sessions of like old school net running with new cards yeah. was like. It was good. It was for, good. for quite oh, a long haul both times, Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of the time I wanted, like, I just kind of wanted to put in new ice or put in new operations just to, like, see the interactions and yeah. see what would be happening. And then the the story is also being fed to us and it's it's changing the way that we're playing the game and it's, the there's there, there's characters, recurring characters. Yeah. It's super cool. It's super it's, cool. So great. It is very great, neat. Great job, FFG, on your first Netrunner legacy-ish yeah. light. I guess it's legacy light because there's only two people. Maybe. Yeah. It was great. Good yeah. job. Um, I think definitely it's like if this is because now that they've kind of 
they did like one expansion for each of the factions. Like if this is the kind of thing they do going forward. I'm, I'm awesome. I'd be yeah. so stoked. <laughs> I think this is way better than wrapping back around to another Shaper and HP yeah. only. Expansion. Whatever. No, I think this is a way more interesting way to do it. And this 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 promoted the conflict between Runner and Corp. It threw yeah. us into it. Right. It wasn't like here's Order and Chaos, and you know those those damn Anarchs keep screwing with our shit. Like it was it was like nope. You guys are there's this problem, and you guys are both trying to solve it at the same time. Yeah, it like to- promoted. That. race to the truth yeah yeah it's cool good job all right so now gloves are off yep. uh go go away get go. yourself some pints enjoy your crazy legacy game put some stickers on some stuff tear some things up yep. don't just be like i'm gonna put it on a little lamb no, no you no. take that you, you tear it, it to just bits you eat, eat it, it and, you, and then you and then you throw it up into the toilet and you flush it so it's really gone forever um and then come back and listen to the other half of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Where we're going to be talking uh, light, light spoiler. We're, spo- we're spoiling some cards. Yeah, we're not going to go so. card by card or anything no, like no, no. that. But we're but, talking about things that did happen. Yep. Specifics. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, so see you then. We'll see you there. Thank you very much. And we're back. Uh, here we go. We're back, Nels. So, <laughs> God damn it, Jesse. We didn't, we didn't say before. But uh, Jesse definitely won this campaign. I won. I, <laughs> I won the campaign. You son of a bitch! But the, like the it was, I I was so surprised when like when when the 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 the, the tug of war. Was, oh yeah, the, it was, was real. It was literally one game off. Yeah, it the was, last it, game was the game that was last game. Have and, won and again, like I said before, um, basically you can't win the game unless you score uh the 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 evidence. Yes, three two the, that they give yep. you. And I had set my seven points ready to rock, but I needed to. Set myself to six just so I could score out that specific one, and I yeah. needed to actually um, hunt down that evidence and score it out, or else I would have won the game. But we would have just kept going, just kept going. So I actually just wanted to kind of nip it in the bud because, yep. um, man, like the so so, so 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 what was what was some of the big surprises you saw out of the corp, and I'll say some of the big surprises I saw from like the runner. Like, the so big- there's this card that's called. Um- SEA source. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I that definitely, it was hilarious going back to like, right, that's just a thing that can that can just happen. Just, just kill me. <laughs> I could just get SEA source and two scorches. Yeah, let's, right. let's actually talk about Splash. Um, yeah, well, in general, like, what was your, what was, like, when you saw Scorpios, what did you try to do with it? When I saw Scorpios, I, I'm still not entirely sure, aside from you killed me. I killed, I, I, I definitely more I killed you. So my Splash in source, I had... Since my, my Splash and Scorpio, since you have 15, your, your your kill package is, like, beefy. Right. And it's also in a 40-card deck. Yeah. You were typically always armed with, with that. I ran two Snares, two Data Ravens, a SEA Source, and I think that's... And... And this is actually the, this is actually what won me the game. I'm, 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 I'm won me more games than not. We don't have Jackson. Big deal. Yeah. It, real, real, real corporations... Don't use Jackson. They use three anonymous tips. <laughs> That's right. So that was ah, my... Ah, oh, that won you some games. But also, oh, yes. also the very first game very we won, game. I won by milling you out. Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about... Okay, let's let's talk about VPN attack. Was that a VPN attack? Uh, or APR attack? Uh, or? Sin, sin, sin attack? Is sin attack. It? Sin attack. Yeah, so so I, I have a super short deck. Um, I'm aggressively drawing with anonymous tips, and a lot of the things that ended up hurting a corp is if you click to draw. Yeah, sin attack. So what sin attack does is that you know, it, it's a double whatever. It's a criminal event. But it's the corp must either discard two cards or draw four cards. And it costs how much? Uh, just two credits. Two credits. That So that card, I was like, I'll take four. I'll take four. I'll take four. Yeah. Until I was like, oh, God. Wait a minute. 
<laughs> Wait a minute. And I was like, I was like a little, I was like, you would, because, ah, right, this is what it's like to play a core set criminal. Like, finding your breakers, even a special order, is a giant pain in the ass. Sure. And so you, you probably had to face check a little. Yeah. So at that point, like, I knew I couldn't, I pro- almost certainly couldn't get my breakers in time to keep you from getting enough points. But I'm like... I can just keep feeding you cards. Yeah, I just, I just, <laughs> and also because they have this, the flavor on this card is off the hook. So, Illegal Arms Factory, also. Oh, man. Yeah. So, Illegal Arms Factory is an asset and it's like illicit and it costs three, trash six. Yep. Um, if the runner trashes this while it's installed, you take a bad pub because, hey, they found out you're dealing illegal yeah. arms. But when your turn begins, gain one and draw a card. And yep. that does not say May. That does yep. not say May. So you saw, so you had that down on the table ticking for a while, and that plus some anonymous tips plus some sin attacks. <laughs> I and you screamed were like, through my deck. You're like, oh, right. Which which made me... Like, I only have two <laughs> cards left. Which, I'm like, which, yeah, which, you do. which actually made me like gun shy a, uh, a little bit after. Um, yeah. I definitely did find my, my <laughs> SEA source, but I got to say, like the Data Ravens were probably MVP. Data Ravens on Central's like that. Oh, is my God. A pain yeah. in the ass. Also, there's also a card where... At the end, when you got through the raven, you res this gal, and she pops up and she says, "You, if if you want to access a card here, you got to take a tag. Yep. Or yep. Don't and jack so out. It's like Bernie's my, but kind of worse. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That lady was real mean. And I gotta say, we got <laughs> we actually got Nels in a position where uh, Mr. Stone came out. Oh uh, yes. And it was brutal. Not Mr. not the card that looks like Damon Stone. The no, actual card the actual called card Mr. That, Stone. No, Mr. Stone. Executive, when a runner takes one or more tags, do a meet, and holy crap, for influence, but holy crap, with Data Ravens, sorry guys. Yeah. You're just, that's just like, forget it. <laughs> just forget it. And then there was another card, what, was that the Lieutenant yeah. Totachine? Yeah, yeah, Lieutenant yeah. Totachine, who who gets, who is, is, isn't is turning legal, of Yes, course. that guy's, ju- oh god, yeah, that dude is just legacy only. Yeah, but initially when it's like, the first time you res a piece of ice, you have thrown her a tag. Yep. He's like, oh, he's over there. Oh, he's over there. And later on, he gets even beefier yep. with when the so, runner... So, <laughs> yeah, you, you, so I was making a run on some server that had a face down data rave, and I didn't know about it. As I'm approaching, you res stone and that asshole. Yeah. So then... You flip over the data raven, res a piece of ice, I take a tag and a piece of meat damage, and if I want to keep going through that raven, I gotta take another tag and another piece of meat damage. In a separate cage, yeah. It was taxing, Ugh. it was crazy. Again, 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 but for new players, it has like the executive, like you need to protect them, and they're really great, Yeah, but it's a whole other server kind of deal. Yeah, and because you're punching out that first bit of damage, whatever card was hit, it's well, gone, it's gone forever. forever. I can't even bring it back with yes. Steve, Steven's cool HQ ability. I've never seen an oh, H, core HP, whatever. I've never seen an ID ability fire that much. God, I, it's outrageous. Um, I did, I, I did like, like, I did enjoy, man. Like, I, and of course, I never wanted to make more servers because I knew it was bank job fuel. Yeah, like I think our knowledge of the game helped steer it. Yeah, in 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 a certain way for sure. And again, like after I, so so, let's get into when Nels got burned by the game. When oh, Nels man. when Nels did these two bad things at the bottom of the playmat. Yep. So yep. so when Nels Nels, what was one of the examples? One of them was a current, and you have to begin the game with that current in play. So it's just for the start of the game. I get a current. It's just there. Wayland, just um, Scorpio. Go Scorpio. What it does is, as an additional cost to use an icebreaker, the runner must pay two credits. And that's the first time. Every time you use an icebreaker. But I mean, like, per, per basically per piece of ice. 
real. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, that I real think- bad. Because remember, your corset economy. You got like, you got sure gamble. Yeah. And you got Armitage. Maybe you're put in some easy markets, some bank jobs. That's it. Yep. You don't have Caddy Jones. You don't have Temujin. Yep. Right? Like, you don't have security testing. Like, you basically have no reoccurring access to economy at all. Yeah, so you got to run... So that two-credit pinch is, like, that's real. <laughs> yeah. That's super real. And also, a lot of the crim breakers you get are these super neat breakers are great for Steve unless you're playing Scorpio. Yes. Because like, have- you trash them, okay, gone forever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so 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 the the so again like I think Nell's randomed into a very difficult situation. Yeah. But the weird thing is, is like again because you're this was the other part of playing Corset Criminal like you can win with almost installing no breakers ever, right? Yeah. yeah. There's inside job and then there's the new wacky inside job <laughs> spearfishing, spearfishing yep. which is like instead of bypassing the first ice you basically bypass the innermost ice on the server. Um which is kind of cool, right? Yep, definitely. It, There's it, some it like definitely countermines the, you know, actual end the run ice and then crappy throwaway ice in front of it thing, right? You're like, I'm a spearfish. Oh, that's. I mean, obviously it wasn't pop up window, but it's the equivalent of like a pop up one. Like that's almost nothing. Yep. You're like, ah, run through it, spearfish past the actual inside in the run ice, stealing that agenda. Yeah. Uh definitely, definitely cool, cool uh, operation out of there. Uh, the um. I want. I. I have to talk about probably the card that's going to see the most play for me. Anyways. Oh boy. Yep. Especially out of Scorpio, it's yep. just too good. Yeah. And that is Hunter Seeker. Yep. Hunter Seeker. Hunter Seeker's been oh, spoiled. Oh man. I think that was actually the card that won you the game. Sure. Because it's, I'm pretty sure you used Hunter Seeker to blast out my your Gordo Blade, or was it your Corroder? Uh, I think it was Corroder. Probably Corroder. Yeah, so Hunter Seeker is it's a double gray up. It's cost two. Play only if the runner stole an agenda during his or her last turn. Trash a card. Yep. And with any goddamn card. With Scorpio, it's like say goodbye to that card. So it's yep. this this and this thing actually I even used it when Nell stole a zero agenda. A zero point yep. agenda. Yep. So it was like just goddamn Hunter Hunter Seeker, Hunter Seeker. fuel. <laughs> <laughs> and I only actually it's this 40 card deck I only had room I, I just put one in but it was every time uh, I hit the table it was brutal yep it was real bad um, I also got to talk about pro, like there was also some great uh, Hailstorm was a great six cost five strength barrier uh, they just kind of just bought like gear check and remove stuff from the game oh yeah that thing was also a fucking pain in the dick it too. was great but my favorite piece of ice was actually Colossus oh yeah because it's got the it's a six cost four strength sentry right. it does the thing if you have three tokens on it, it like doubles Mos- like mausolus like mausolus except the tokens give it strength yeah and so. i remember there's a point in the game where you're like okay hey, this will cost me that to break i'm like no nah, you should we should we should read the card and yeah. you're like oh my god like seven strength yep, sentry. sentry yep what was great though is like we actually well, again, remember your course at economy is really bad <laughs> Yeah, but Nels was actually it was super great because Nels actually went the route of classic FAO forced activation yep. order and only really got dinged by Colossi probably one or two games out of the dozen because you actually yeah. skunked two of like you skunked them all the time. The um, it was definitely it's weird playing a corset criminal because like your multi access is I guess Maker's Eye sure. or medium maybe. 
but you might not ever see that medium because you probably only have the influence for one of them. Um, so I, I did go with two makers. That was an interesting thing, right? Where it's like, I can trigger Steve's ability. I'm like, account siphoner makers. Yeah, that was great. Take like, your pick. That was a cool, the Steve state was super awesome. Though. Yeah. Um, also, talk to me a little bit about um, what you thought about the AI breaker, Mammon. Oh, Mammon, Mammon is cool. Mammon is wacky. So what it does, it's like... <laughs> You have to pay for it all in advance, basically. Yep. So and, it's like, it's like and, an, and it's like the biggest tell. Yeah. It, it's, it's a, you know, it's a zero strength AI, you know, two credits to boost it up, two strengths or whatever. And Mammon's the pagan dude that ate all the kids. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Maybe like a, or maybe it's like a Christian demon. Like, oh, no, I think it was Christian demonizing somebody else's thing. That could be. I think that, I ate know. a bunch of babies. Yeah. Um, but basically when your turn begins, you, you can pay as many credits as you want to put that many power counters on Mammon. At yep. the end of your turn, all those counters go away. So let's hope your math is on point. <laughs> Correct. Um, and you can spend those power counters just like Overmind, one counter per sub to break. And the pump is two for two. Two for two. So you can get, like, you can use Mammon to get in. The thing is, you either, you're going to take a guess, and you're going to be real wrong and real sad, or, you know, you have to already have rezzed all that ice, and you know exactly what it costs yep. to get in. Probably not cheap. Mm-hmm. Um I did I because it is so expensive. I didn't end up using it much. No, but when you use um, it, I was a couple times. It was very useful it was very when useful you Scorpioed out my other breakers. Um, sneak door, yes, beta still really good. So sneak door, what's what's the uh, yes. the other one? Yeah, so sneak door prime. Sneak door prime was one of the cards that Nell's got as the, the crazy uh, unlock. Crazy unlock. Yeah. Um, Doesn't did, so, just want to say didn't hold a candle to the ice the cork gets to sling around. Not even close. I wanted to reread because I maybe maybe I needed to get rid of them after I use them. But nope. That was, was that agenda. Yeah, which the, the corpse unlockable agenda that you do throw away, but the others are just there. They're just yeah, amazing they're just, pieces. Because I get to keep my sneak door primes, but yeah, definitely the corpse really good ice is way better than the yeah. Nell's really caught <laughs> n- n- the, the the real good ice you get after after you lose uh, enough games. Yeah, the 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 games like throws you a bone. Yeah, and you're like, okay, I will use this bone to beat the crap out of the Wait, run. was that the ice or was that or was that the agendas? I no. Was uh, the agendas. Yeah, sorry. The person they gave you the agendas, which which the mechanic is super cool. So it's a 0-2 agenda and yeah. when you re- when you score it, you go through a p- go through your R&D and install and res a card at no cost yeah. over one of your centrals. And that's all it does. And it's crazy. But if you win the game, destroy any of those that are in your your score area. Yes. But so, only if you win. Yeah. I actually got two off and you still beat me. So they went back into the <laughs> <laughs> so they went back and but the the second throw the second bone thrown is insane ice. Yeah. It is, I think you always get that, right? Don't you just yes, get that yes. near the end of the game? Both, yeah. Near the end of the yeah. game, it's like, okay, now it's serious. Yeah, stuff is just going to get real. It's yeah. going to get real crazy. And um, Nels actually ate one of those full force. Oh, like, you actually cut all... It's like four subs. Yep. You ate it's, them it's, all. It's like a four sub... Isn't it like like six strength code gate? That's yeah. like three to red. It's it, it's it, it's vile. It's it's brutal. I actually I actually just scored out a one of those agendas just to show just to bring it out and just lay it on the table. Yeah, like, look at that. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. And so because so, so, again, unless you unless you're splashing for parasite, you don't have any ice destruction. It's just there. Like you you can't even de-res stuff. That's right. Right? Yeah. So it's like, if it's if it's not res and the corp can't pay for it, you can hope to hit it with FAO, 
But that's it. Yeah. Like, that's all you got. And so so the power comparison to that, and it's a Sneak Door Prime, which, what does Sneak Door Prime do again? It was, it, it depended on whether or not you were either um, more Predator or more Protector, but it's either spend two clicks, make a run on a central server, access a remote instead, or spend two clicks, run on a remote, get a central access instead. Okay. Um, so oh, yeah. I, I ended up with the one where it was like, go to a central, redirect to a remote, which was cool. But you know you were able. I, I actually had a horde, like a hordem, like a gear check on my archives. on all of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hilar- so- hilariously, I was since, since you're criminal, I was like, well, he's gonna have a sneak door eventually. I will yep. protect something here, and having to be gear check, so yeah. I lucked out there. Tr- kind of neutering the surprise factor, the oh wow, um, yeah, sneak door prime. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, but it was, it was very cool. Um, man, what else? It was, yeah. It was definitely interesting having to be a corset criminal again because I don't think I was ever that good with corset criminal. <laughs> right. Also, also the, 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 the dynamic that happened to the uh, two three agenda points, the, the, the sorry the two three agendas that need to go in your deck. Yes, um, they just keep getting better and better. They keep getting better. better and better, or at least different. And, and yeah, what well, one is like they're worth one less point to you, and that was like savage. Right. Savage. Right. Yeah. 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 But I, another cool. thing I really liked is um uh what is her name? Her name is here we go uh. Inez Delgado. Oh, yeah, Delgado. Del, sorry, Delgado. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Inez Delgado, who starts off as a cool resource yep. in the runner side. Yep. And then I uh, said, Nels came back, and I'm like, I hate to break it to you, man. Like, she's uh, she's on my side now. And yeah. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. I was like, that was like. Well, we, we talked about that when we were chatting with Lee about her book, Monitor, how rad it would be that there was a card that initially showed up as a runner resource, or maybe even as a runner, but then when they got removed or cycled out or somehow whatever the corp then showed up as a corporate asset yeah and that's, that's actually in here yeah and that's <laughs> awesome it was so cool yeah that that was like maybe my favorite bit of like mechanical storytelling in the whole thing yeah definitely um because one thing i will say and uh you know quinn's talked about this when they talked about the when they wrote about terminal directive on shut up and sit down um i think his perspective was kind of different just because he's kind of like a lapsed player, you know, he's been out of the game for a while. Yep. So I think it was for him, it was like less the excitement of playing the game early and more like the melancholy yes, of like, <laughs> definitely. I remember when I did this, but I don't do it anymore. Yeah. Um. So I imagine if we were also kind of lapsing out of it, that it, this would have also been perhaps a bit more melancholic for us instead of just a fun, nostalgic, like throwback. Sure. Um, but I do agree that like the actual storytelling, like the narrative fiction in here, like the the kind of what happens is not great. Sure. Okay. Like the story, it's like there's a bioroid or maybe more killing somebody. Like if you asked me to write down a paragraph of what actually happened, yeah. I'd be like, uh, there was some runners. They were kind of working for the cops. Yeah, it feels yeah, it feels like there's like uh, there's like a MacGuffin, and it was, was more it. like it was yeah, it was more like us reacting like uh, to the interactions with the other guy instead yeah. of the chasing down the story. Yeah. So uh. it's kind of like. Yeah, the, the actual f- fiction that was existing in parallel to this was not super well woven in with the mechanics. Like, there was lots of interesting stuff in the mechanics that was doing a cool fictional thing, like that bit where, you know, oh, because we're under surveillance every turn, every game, I start with that goddamn curtain play. Yeah. Or, or well, when I was pursued, mm-hmm. and there was this one runner card that whenever you draw it, you have to install it immediately, and it makes your life bad. That's, that, that, <laughs> and that, that was awesome, because like, oh, those goddamn guys that are sh- always following me. This is, and then it's also this really, sorry, but this really interesting deck building thing where you're like, oh, God, I have to include those cards, so do I cut three of my good cards, yeah, or do I double just whammy, yeah. let my deck go up to forty-eight card? Ugh. Yeah. So that was like a really cool 
no, you know, good like aesthetic moment that was brought into the game via the the, the legacy mechanics. That yeah. was great, mm-hmm. but the actual like story of Bioroids killing people and I, and I think yes, I, I have no big, idea. Big shrug. I have no idea. Like, I don't even know how. Like the whole it's like oh, did but their their prime directive was supposed to keep them from killing people. Like I don't even know what the story there. Like, was there an actual zero terminal? Dr- I honestly have no idea. Yeah, but I, um, I, and I actually think it's because the game is so good at telling its own story that yeah. frosting it with a story isn't as effective. Yes. I, think. I mean, I think there, there are other things that could have been done just like the way they name some of the abilities or like the way they involve certain cards or whatever. Like, I think there would have been other ways to communicate that because like other legacy games do this and it's more... It works. Sure. Right. So I don't think it's I don't think it's an insurmountable task, but I also imagine it, it would be very difficult, like on the first outing. Right. Definitely. Yeah. So I think this is like, you know, if there's one like if they're going to do something like this again, that having the actual fiction more integrated or just like maybe they're trying to tell I mean, maybe part of the problem was they are we're tra- trying to tell such a specific story. Um, right, because like, oh, these actual people have been actually killed by these actual other golems. Sure. So uh go find versus like something that was that would be a little bit more abstract right yes. like if like the story was about the this the struggle for mars like it'd be way easier to tell that through Definitely. the mechanics right yes, yes. or it's just kind of like oh you know because i uh, like i g- stole this agenda i blew up like one of the friggin like you know environment domes or whatever so now you can't play characters because they don't have any access to air, whatever the hell. Yeah, right? yeah. Like there are ways to represent those mechanics. If the story you're trying to tell is a little bit more abstract. Sure. But this is a really it got specific, specific story, event, like a specific event. Not, not, yeah. Definitely. I mean, I think, I think it's doable, but it, the way they did it here was probably not the way I would sure. say. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I would say it's like maybe like the weaker, the weaker part of the, uh, yeah. the, the story. Yeah. But like in general, the game, like just playing with all the weird constraints was so much goddamn fun. Yep. Um, that I definitely want to figure out a way to do something like that. If it is a jank tournament or yes. whatever. Um, I think there's an interesting way to to build upon mechanics like this in some other environment that would be really 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 cool to do. Definitely, yeah. This um, is this, this is a really exciting for, for for my first legacy thing, and I totally get the total all the charm and all the great yeah. the greatness that is this type of yeah. game in one of my favorite games. Yeah, yeah. So if if this is if if you play this and this is the first legacy game that you've played, I heartily recommend. Um, Risk Legacy or pandemic, pandem- legacy. pandemic Legacy, depending if you want something competitive or cooperative. They're both great. Yeah. Um, Rob made a new game as well called Seafall, which is just like from whole cloth. It's a brand new game. It's uh, very it, 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 from it's, cloth. It's a legacy game. Yes. Yes. Whole yeah. cloth. So it's not based on an existing game. It's like brand new from from nothing. Cool. Um, it is very cool, but I don't think that should be your first one. Sure. Because I would you, say. Yeah, either go pandemic or risk, depending on if you want call. And, and or, or this and they're for, both great. Or this for super light if you're a netrunner player. Oh yeah, I mean like after yeah, you definitely, play definitely. this, right? If you like, oh man, this whole act of tearing up cards was actually really sweet. <laughs> yeah. Where should I go now? Go next. Yep. Yeah. Like, I, I, I I'm addicted to tearing up cards now. I please, live for tearing please. up cards. I want to eat them. I want to consume also, them all. And also, now I need to get you uh, when you got some time to play some Arkham Horror LCG because yes. drawing into that. Mobster that wants his money, right? Right when you need to not 
deal with a mobster that yeah. weakness that 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 mechanic happened to you perfectly when the i was like oh my god this is totally the lcg yeah, yeah, thing all happening yeah. again oh uh, so, yeah. it's very exciting yeah. i yeah i enjoyed this a ton yeah they did a great job so good job ffg yeah and, th- and thank you st- th- th- thanks again so much for tossing us the copy yeah it was very kind I'm, I'm very glad that we were able to get this all in the in the can chamber ready to go so as soon as folks get it they yeah. can just Good to go. Contempt, con- like a companion piece. Yeah. Um, folks did have some questions about it. Um, oh, good. Andy Parsons was wondering, what's the most bonkersly fun thing in Terminal Directive? Bonkersly fun? Uh, let me think. Bonkersly fun. I <laughs> I think uh, when I just... Okay, when the, the, the zero to agenda that does not count towards your deck size, that mm. just says like, wham. Uh, just throws out a piece of ice. When that happened, we both laughed very heartily. Yes, for just like the 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 insanity it's, of it, like it's nuts. Like, like <laughs> actually, actually, like I I thought like I should just be throwing freaking archers in my deck. You know, right? Just, just, just this card. But what's so great is when when I won with those in my score area we read the card and we're like oh my god oh i was like oh thank christ good <laughs> so i put those things in the in the garbage so i passed those two agendas to nell so he could actually yeah. kill them you could be responsible for that killing was them. very nice i thought like that 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 i guess is like the the, the first real taste of like pure legacy stuff because the other one's like pick this sticker or that sticker okay rip up the rest I'm like okay okay but when it, when it came down to like yep. you won with these cards but it's like you don't get them anymore i was yep. like oh man that felt uh, that that, that, felt yeah. that made me very happy Happy. Yes. Um, another uh, for me. Let me think. I mean, it, it was probably the fact that I won the first game through Millie. Yeah, that was <laughs> man. We needed to think about that. That made yeah. That made me pretty happy. I, I, I also must say that the 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 victor like 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 the the actual victory game mm. uh, having to use the in game mechanic to properly win the game. Right. Like very good. Doing a case file like closing a case file, searching for the right agenda just so I could actually when I actually had the win in hand. Right. That that put me in a different state of Netrunner. Right. That I'm like, oh now I need eight like nine points. Like eight yeah, points. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like it, it totally changed that that way. Which yeah, was that was cool. that was also very fun. I enjoyed that a lot. Um uh Martin Eigengrow? Uh, asks if you don't have the opportunity to play the terminal directive campaigns, it's still worth getting it for the cards. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, it's a good, yeah, it's just an expansion. And I gotta say, there's there's some four twos that are like really good. Oh like, yeah, holy shit! So four two, there's a four two that's kind of like a a, a Nice ish thing for Wayland. Mm. Super good. Yes. And have you seen the HB one? Can I can I just read it to you right yeah. now? Yeah, I'm gonna read it to you right now. The HB one is called um. Oh, and also Gaft, the uh, three Graft. five Gra- Graf- Graf- Graft. Yeah, Gaft, the three five for Wayland. You just yeah. go, go get three cards after yep. you score it. Holy crap! <laughs> I'll just get a sea source scorch scorch. So the the, 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 like, the, oh, the no. other four two is successful field test. Four two agenda research. When you score successful field test, install any number of cards from HQ, ignoring all costs. Wow! Any number of Good. cards. It's like <laughs> so. It's got great agenda spread. The ice is great. Okay, the Wayland ice. I gotta say, I gotta give it up for the Wayland ice. I think the Wayland ice is a little bit more effective uh, huh. than the HB ice. Sorry, Nels, you're gonna be screwed in next playthrough. But Yay. the um. Like the 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 ice is cool. Hunter Killer, holy shit! Yeah, the Hunter Killer is nuts. The new IDs. Um, I so again, I'm coming from the corpse side. Yep. Everything I was using that that what even wasn't just the bonkers cards that are one use only or whatever were yeah. just really fun, really cool. Yeah. To use. There's there's cool stuff. I mean, it's like 
it's a big box expansion. There's going to be some stuff you use in some decks. There's going to be some stuff you use in other decks. But yeah. it's totally fine. There's no reason not to. Also, um, also man, go, mm-hmm. go out of your way to make a friend to play this. If yes, you, if absolutely. You. Yeah. And it really doesn't like... It is. It isn't a big commitment. Yeah, you could you could pub scream through it like we did in two sessions. Like yeah. it's it's not that hard. Um, Damien O'Day asks, uh, "Terminal directive possible replay value once done if you are careful with the components. Switch sides ID different enough. Um, I don't think you can do it. Don't no. Don't try to. Do it. You play it once. That's that's kind of that's that is that really is the point. Yeah. Um. But, also, like, okay, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but this box is like, uh, cut, uh pr- price point forty. Uh, maybe 40, maybe 50. I think it's slightly more expensive than the other big boxes. Uh, I see, because it's got stickers and stuff. It's got the stuff. weird okay. minigame in it. Yeah. Um, and so but Nels, the thing is, you're going to be playing it with somebody else. So I I would opt in half. Yeah. You'd opt in half. I guess yeah. we'd, yeah. But like, exactly. It's kind of like, well, you and, if you you know someone else who's into the game, you're both going to want these cards just generally having your decks anyway. So each of you just get one. Because right? you're, like, you're going to get them anyways. Yeah, because sure. you're, you're going to want these cards to just play with generally anyway, right? Like, yeah. you're not, you wouldn't be serious into the game and be like splitting a core set. Um, so, in that case, like, you'll end up with two copies, you and a pal. So, it's just like, just play one one side, play one the other side, right? Like, yeah. I am super down to play this again. Yep. I'm seeing all the crazy corporate stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and, and also, like, the, 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 the game. I guarantee the game becomes more fun when it's like destroy these cards is actually destroy these cards. Not like tuck yeah. them away and then awkwardly play the yeah, game again. Put them on like a piece of transparent like Yeah. No, no, like, no. like get burn through that game because this is the only way you're gonna be able to play a game like this. Yeah. Um finally, uh, kind of a related question one person asks, Grigor, I've seen a lot of competitive players saying they're not gonna buy T D because they're not interested in campaign play and the legacy aspect. I don't know if a lot of competitive players are actually saying that. I I because I this is like it's a huge expansion of just normal stuff. Like if you Com- want if you want to ignore the legacy thing, you don't have to play it. Sure, but like But it's uh, really fun. And competitive guys are gonna wipe the floor with people with cards like this. They're gonna want Hunter Seeker they're, and other stuff f- like that for sure. Um no, he asks of the tournament of the tournament legal cards in the box. What are some of the ones you think will will they'll be missing out the most? Oh, I mean, I don't think they're gonna be missing out on them. But yeah, we're gonna see a lot of Hunter Seeker. Yeah, like, Seeker. Hunter, Hunter Seeker to me felt like um, a total like a, a momentum swing back. Like yeah, oh, I'm down on my luck. Just got scored against, but like, nope, hammer that away. We're yeah. done with there. And especially out of Scorpio is just crazy. Card. Yeah, it's your corroder is gone for. Ever. Yeah, your paperclip is like. Yep. Like we're gonna see that that Deleted. card target like resources you just couldn't te- te- like get get rid of because it just trashes a card. Yep. And I love it that it's just Aaron like, Marone. No tagging. No, it's no. like literally that goddamn card is gone. It's just gone. Like he's yeah. on a million counters. Well, it's too bad because I blew him up with satellites and rockets or whatever yep. the hell it is. So like, I think people are definitely gonna be needing to slot more either like sacrificial constructs or whatever. To yeah, keep their stuff and safe. Corporate also got like IPO, which is like the new. It's like re- a bigger restructure. Yeah, right. Like uh, we got um, also like K- KP Lynn is that gal. She's an upgrade executive. One to res, three to trash. When the runner passes, all the ice protecting the server here. Here she must either take one tag or end the run. Like there's a lot of really cool yeah. stuff in here. E- and Eli 2.0 is a pain in the ass. A very balanced piece of ice that I really enjoy yeah, using. Yeah, no more clicking through. No more clicking through. <laughs> and I've been really big into the clearances like crazy. And there's ultraviolet clearance and black level clearance of so many clearances. It's, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I think spearfishing is like, I mean, I don't know if it'll 
be everywhere, but I think it is an interesting counterpoint to Inside Job because people are so used to playing as criminals with Inside Job and spearfishing totally circumvents that. Yep. Um, the one thing that is a little bit of a bummer is um, because it's a criminal console. The criminal console oh, yeah, in here right. is just like polyhistor. It's like... it's. I think it's trying to do a bunch of things. It's not as good as this <laughs> Like, nothing is as good as Desperado, right? Yeah. I mean, like, it's four to install. Okay, sure. Um, it gives you one MU and one link. Eh. The first time each turn you pass all of the ice protecting HQ, you may draw one card to force the corp to draw one card. It's kind of a strange. I guess you get to mill me faster that one. Yeah, I mean, like, what? That's in the it's game. Fisk. It's Fisk. No, yes. in the game where you lost a milling, I did have that console, right? I'm like, I'll, I guess. Make I mean, I'll hard. try playing with a new console instead of Desperado, and then you're like, no, nah, I should just use Desperado. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, in in that, you know, in the core-only terminal directive game where you don't have Jackson Howard, like, getting flooded sucks. Sure. Like, that's real bad. Yeah, baby. Um, so it kind of has more of a space, but still, again, because your economy is so bleh, um, it's gonna be. It might be in a weird Fisk thing. Tricky. Yeah, I maybe. I don't know, but it is definitely isn't the 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 the, the powerhouse. Yeah. That... And truth be told, I have barely looked at the shaper stuff because just it because just didn't jive. With it was game. all cool, but none of it really fit super well did, with the criminal. Did you like the crash outbreakers? Like the ones? Yes, you... the the three like con grift breakers. Those are actually quite cool. Um, we'll talk about those more in a future cast where we kind of go over all Overall the cards, cards in detail. Too. But they're all named after like. Famous con men, which is really yeah. con jobs, which is really cool. Super cool. Um, I think as like interesting companion breakers, they are nice, right? Because you're kind of like, oh, you know, I saw Abagnale first. Okay, sure. Um, you put it down, and then eventually, when you find Gordian or whatever, you can blow Abagnale to get through one. DNA tracker or yeah. toll booth, like 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 we're talking the the barrier one can just get through a curtain wall. Yep, just just, well, just trash it. Oh, that was yeah. free. And when you have access to all the rest of the shenanigans in the whole card pool, that can be a big deal. Yeah, I right? think like maybe Geist. Geist with those things would be so those? crazy. Like, like they're kind of expensive to install, but now you can set up a Geist deck that gets a lot of money. Sure. So that could be interesting, where he just keeps bringing those bloody things back. Yeah, it's kind of um, yeah. They're, they're interesting for sure, and they are they feel kind of cool criminally shenanigans -y. yeah and, and and like the again it's a big box with with a really fun way to play the game yeah. and uh if you're playing the game you're gonna want to play the game you know yeah. if if that makes sense because like it's gonna be a fun time regardless. yeah for sure um there's a second part to gregor's question which is also i'd be curious to hear you guys weigh in on the increasing negativity surrounding the game the netrunner netrunner subreddit etc you guys have always been a super positive voice in the community um uh, but then so was Quinn's to shut up and sit down and reading his recent article about Terminal Directive was kind of depressing. It mirrored my own feelings around the game pretty well. And although I haven't stopped playing, I've definitely stopped. I'm definitely not enjoying the game as much as I used to. And my local scene has been dwindling. What do you think the community slash FFT should do to curb it? Um, one, I mean, I think like some people were like, felt that what Quentin wrote was negative. And again, I don't think negative like that's, that's, yeah, negative that's is too the, broad. Yeah, it's definitely, sure. it's melancholy for sure. Right. Um, and I don't think some of that, I don't think that melancholy is misplaced, right? Like I, like I said, I suspect I'd kind of feel that way if we were lapsed. Um, more broadly, like saying people shouldn't be buttholes on the internet is like <laughs> saying that rain shouldn't be wet. Um, I mean, it does suck, right? Because like 
negativity is one of those things that's very contagious. Definitely, yeah. Um, in a way that's like, like certainly, you know, people can be constructive, right? Like constructive feedback is good and useful and great. And that's, the, that's an important, healthy part of like building any game or other product service that continues to be updated and like yep. a living card game needs to be updated, right? Um, but there's like constructive and then there's just kind of like, weird like pseudo entitled whining where it's like oh they're deliberately sabotaging the game to just cash out and make it's like give me a break yeah. like any game is so hard to make yeah as people who make games <laughs> i will attest that no one anywhere aside from maybe like weird snake oil like social mobile whale hunting sure yeah people like anyone who makes a game that is actually supposed to be a high quality product, right? Like they work so hard. Like there is no universe in which any like Zephyr was deliberately built badly just to get people to buy quorum. So then they can like <laughs> burn the game two cycles. It's like, no, of course not. Yeah. It, 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 um, yeah. You're right. Like, I, I think you really nailed it with like how contagious the negativity is. Like it's, yeah. it, the game's been out for a while. People are very skilled. They know all the cards. They know every mechanic. They can sit back and look at it with a, with a, with, with a critical eye yeah. all the time, turn to 11 um, whereas the creators keep just trying to make the game, like just trying to make the game exciting, trying to make the game different, that kind yeah. of thing. I mean, part of it too is like just, you know, due to the logistics of, like, I think part of it is that people who play these games now are so used to digital games where it's like, you know, Blizzard can put out an Overwatch patch tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Their, their erratas are like sexy. Like, like you just like, yeah. oh, we, the, the font change and the cost change and the monster's too weaker now. Right? Yeah. Um, with this, like, you know, all that FFG can do instantaneously is either revise the most wanted list or, well, that's, or issue a rata, which is kind of like a supplement to that. And that's it, right? Like, new cards can't show up until they're designed and play tested and printed in China and then put on a boat and sent across the ocean. So it's like, the people who are building the game are building a game we don't play for like 12 to 18 months. Yeah. And, right. and, and and we gobble up and like scrutinize and like guess and extrapolate inf any information that drips down like spoiler okay this this mechanic look this yeah. can't work this is the worst release card ever and they're like they're they're they they, they built that card like months ago yeah yeah it's it, it, it's it's an interesting thing I always I always kind of go back to this because like I find game developing interesting because typically the noisiest people are the people that are, they're not, they're, they kind of hate. They kind of like, like spreading this. They're kind of like the squeaky wheels are kind of very negative. Yeah. Um, and that, th those are the people you're like killing yourself to create content for. Yeah. And that to me seems very like, it's gotta be unhealthy. It's gotta be, it's, it's, it, it's a little bit strange unless you're knocking it out of the park and everything you make is a right. success or something. But like, it's kind of tough to be like, sit back and be like, man, like they really don't like what I'm doing, but I, <laughs> But they also care the most. But they also care the most. Oh. Yeah, it's a, it's it, it's a weird spot. But hey, you know, again, I I I, I did the same feelings you did after reading uh, what Quinn was talking about with Terminal Directive. But yes, it, it wasn't like he so he he just stopped playing the game. Like, yeah, we have, I we mean, have, I think the reason why he did is totally legit. Like, I think you know, if you get in kind of too deep, that. Yeah, once you've gone through that door of like trying to be a really hardcore, serious, competitive player, you can't ever go back through that. Like that, right? Like, that so is that is a weird one-way Roach Motel door. Right, right, right. Um, so, so, so you're saying you can't like step back and look at the game in 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 in, in any way other than the way you, yeah, just, yeah, okay. Um, 
And that, so that, that's tricky, and I certainly understand that. And I think, like, just the fact that, you know, I agree that internet play allows people to not only grind out games, just ad infinitum, but also kind of spread what is optimal right now or whatever. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I think some percentage of that is just groupthink. Um, but some of it is legit, where it's like, you know, oh, if you want to do well at a tournament, you probably want to do this, this, or this. Sure, yeah. Um, and that can increase the feeling of, of things being a bit stale. Um, the main thing, I think, and this is something that Fantasy Flight could do a much better job of, and I think they're kind of, like, I don't know if they're hampered by by growth or, or by the staff or sure. having so many different games, but, like, a lot of the time when people are like vocally unhappy with a game, it's just because they don't feel heard. Um, sure. Okay. So I think that like, you know, FFG could do a much better job of saying like, look, we hear you. Oh, we understand sure. what's, what's going on. Like, you know, it's like, we are, we are like, we are, we aren't ignoring you. Yeah, we are. It's like, right. we, we hear the things we're trying to change or do differently or whatever. It's like, we've right? heard a lot of talk of this. This yeah. is what we're addressing. Yeah. So like, I think in general, that's the, but again, that's like it's a lot easier to do with a digital game where usually the company is only making one game. Yep. Or if they are making more than one game, then they're friggin' gigantic yep. and have like a whole team of people dedicated to this. Yeah, right? like yeah, because because you gotta remember it's like they they don't I, I don't know if they have like a PR guy that like you hire people to deal with the community to respond as the company to be the figurehead. Like I don't think FFG has that bandwidth to be like, yeah, okay, you're the like, Netrunner guy, you're the conquest guy. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, we may play Netrunner. Uh, FFG has Netrunner, Game of Thrones, X-Wing, Armada, uh, Conquest going away. All the Arkham, the millions of Arkham, all the Arkham stuff. So that's and that's like that's just their competitive games. Yeah, and I think I'm easily forgetting one or two. That's just the competitive games, let alone all the other games that they have. Yeah. So it's like, aside from the actual developers who are you know like in the trenches making new stuff, but they're making stuff from like 18 months from now. That's like, I don't, it feels like they don't have someone who's someone or some ones who are dedicated to just being like point CMs for the different competitive communities. And maybe they should sure. like, maybe that's one way that they could grow and do better. Um, I think that would certainly help like, you know, tamper people's feelings that, they aren't being heard because at least they're dealing some with someone directly. Yeah, I think I I, I go back to uh, Brass of Red Hook when they got John on to be community rep. Mm. It, he was like, "This is like one of the greatest hires I think I could ever make." Yeah, because he's like, now you have someone that knows the game mechanically and can just address people, and he's also like quick. If you had something quick, and like, like he would get like a bunch of people whining, and he would just like hit back with some facts, hit back with it's like it's like the press guy in uh in House of Cards, you know? Right. <laughs> only less sinister. Oh, yes, very less sinister. Only there to help because a lot of people that are developing games aren't the best at dealing with community stuff. Yeah. That's why we hire people like that. But again, if you don't have the bandwidth for that or I don't even know what you would ask for on a, on, on a help wanted. No. I mean, you like basically, that. you want a community manager like a lot of digital games have, but just the scope of the game the games it's it's just like a weird like in general also who wants to do that like um, come on <laughs> come on <laughs> and my wife does stuff like this but for a digital game and like man she comes home with story right, yeah Whee! um yeah so it's it's interesting i think in general just like what the community can do is keep in mind that there are ways to be constructive and there are ways to be unhelpful and just generally in your life <laughs> like yeah. it is probably better to just like kind of put into the world like positivity 
Like, it doesn't mean that you don't, you, you shouldn't say things that are on your mind, right? It's just like, there are ways to do it that are helpful and there are ways to do it that are unhelpful. And in general, like, you're probably going to live your life as a better person just you, just generally, regardless of what you do, just trying to be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, it would be cool if kind of FFG figures out whatever their community management strategy is going to be that is a little bit more, like, engaged. It feels like, in general, like, and like tabletop analog game companies usually tend to have, like, kind of a more arm's-length approach to that kind of stuff. Sure. Which, again, probably just has to do with their economies of scale and how big their products are and all that stuff. But maybe, maybe that's like times they need to be a change in sure, things that. like that. Um, I don't really know how like, I mean, the only other game that operates at this scale is magic. So I don't know how magic does this. I mean, I, I imagine that game is big enough that they have dedicated community management people to deal with this stuff all sure, the time. They probably, they probably have enough money to hire everyone that's been complaining about their game and put, <laughs> right. them, into a, and like put them into a room and then like yeah. tell them to fight it out or something. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. So I, but, but, but certainly but, if folks have ideas, thoughts sure. in, on this front, certainly feel free to send them over. Yeah. And we also know that people are doing things to make the game healthy for them they're doing the uh, the avalanche uh, the the snowball thing yeah uh, some people will do tournaments and they're like yep no one's using sipper and no one's using this like they just do that and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that that's uh definitely like pe- pe- people still love the game yeah. and it's and it's fine that it's fine that these things are happening and, uh, and it just it, it isn't so doom and gloom and yes be helpful i like yeah. that i like that yeah you can you can be unhappy and still be helpful <laughs> that, those things are not incompatible um yeah all right well that's it yeah everybody thank you very much i hope you all enjoyed this cool cool terminal directive cast like i said like it was it was really like this was definitely a thing that transported us back in time yes in, in a, a very good in way. a cool way that i enjoyed a lot yeah definitely um so if anybody once you get a chance to chew through it mm-hmm. definitely let us know what you thought you can hit us up on at terminal seven at idlehomes.net or just on twitter at term seven um and once again Thank you very much, Mr. Gordon McClattery, Again. letting us abuse his home <laughs> far too late to record this cast. And if you need some very thematically appropriate tunage to accompany your mini games of Terminal Directive, and of course you do, and you should, you should go get that Neo Tokyo OST from Mr. Ed Harrison at edharrison.bandcamp.com. So weird. <clears throat> what, was, what, was, what was my fucking ID guy's name? Was it? Yeah, it's like Jim Carver, wasn't it? Like it was uh, a really dull name. That's not. Is it in your book? That no, but we can yeah, find it's it. Just... Steve Cambridge. <laughs> He's like a grifter, master grifter. Man, you. <laughs> Steve. So keep this. Keep this for the. Uh...